0: The free-for-all roundtable.
1: Brought to you by Lexus Vaughan, Canada's newest Lexus dealer. Near Canada's wonderland in the Maple Auto Mall. Luxury is closer than you think.
0: Round one.
1: On round one today, we've got Laura Babcock from The O Show and Power Group Communications. Mark Warner is an international trade lawyer and has worked in government. Tim Hudak, former leader of Ontario's Conservatives, now with the Ontario Real Estate Association. Uh, let's actually start with the story that I... I... I had to snicker um, in listening to John Woodward, investigative reporter with CTV, describing this. But, you know, Mark Warner, what do you make of uh, two mucky mucks with the government and a developer ending up getting manis, petties, and massages in Las Vegas, and then seeming, some of them anyway, to have kind of misled the integrity commissioner about it?
2: Well, it's not good. I guess you should always tell the truth. That's a good policy. Um, obviously, you can see why it would be somewhat embarrassing to go through this. I mean, I've had to do um, expense reports when I was in government, and uh, you know, it got to the point where you had to put down a certain uh, McGinty sort of to a phase where you had to um, – he became very Presbyterian about alcohol, and so if you went – on a mission somewhere, you know, he wouldn't pay for that, or the government wouldn't pay for that. They would reimburse it. So you'd have to submit bills, you know, for your lunches and your dinners and subtract out the alcohol. And um, anyway, look, this isn't good, especially not good talking to the Ethics Commission. I'm not sure what it all means. It's, uh, I, I read through the story. I wasn't sure on that. The whole thing looks bad. You know, John, the other thing, you know, going back to what I said last week in terms of my Forrest Gump life, you know, because my father was a city planner, I sort of grew up around municipal politicians and developers, and so, I don't perhaps find a lot of this as shocking as you folks do, because I, I sort of grew up with it. <laughs> I probably could tell you more tales. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean,
1: one, one of the things I have talked about in this, uh, and you and I would be on the same page, I mean, uh, Doug Ford thinks he's doing uh, good work with good people because these developers happen to be businessmen just like him. And no, you're right. Uh, one does expect some of these people to hang out together. But let me turn to Tim Hudak. I don't know if one expects them to go for or what do they call it, the magic massage? <laughs> something something like that. And this, this reinforces the,
0: that, that old maxim that, uh, that scandals uh, go um, either deeper or wider, uh, or both. So anything that has to do with a green belt developer is uh, going to be a, a headline. It, it, it is a function, John, of the sloppy way this was handled from the get-go, where there should have been a clear process based on science, full transparency, an application-based method, and distant from government, about what properties would be allowed to be developed and, and which would not. And, and because they didn't do that, now they've got a whole range of issues to help address here. Look, you don't you, you don't mess with the integrity commissioner. You lay everything on the table as clearly as possible. The premier's got an obligation to make sure they do so as well. That actually protects ministers who do nothing wrong and also holds our members to account. So this, this story winds. It's a little confusing. Just put the facts on the table and, and then get to the result instead of messing around with half solutions.
1: And Laura Babcock, even if it doesn't inform the situation all that much. It adds a comic aspect to this scandal that is just beyond ridiculous.
3: Yeah, well, we already had Mr. X and Phoenix Case and whatever else going on. But, you know, Tim made a point last week that I thought was quite brilliant when he said that where this is so damaging for Ford, and we're seeing it in his poll numbers, is that it goes against his brand of being for the little guy. I mean, now we're talking about not just these envelopes being handled at these, handed at these industry dinners and billions of dollars in profit going to insiders. But now we've actually got visuals of them lying about getting these magic massages and Vegas. I mean, it, it, the scandal was gross to begin with. It was about the elites. It wasn't about the little people. And now we've got more details that people can really kind of grab onto, John, and say, "This, this isn't right. It's not. How are they doing this? How are they profiting? How are they working with the government in these shady, skeezy ways?" And so, anything that reinforces that Ford is really working for the elites and not the ordinary people of Ontario—that's damaging to Ford. And if I was one of his MPPs at this point, I would. Be embarrassed.
1: There are going to be protests and counter protests today. The original protests are people who insist that uh, children are being uh, exposed to gay and trans propaganda in the education system. Other people are going to hit the streets and say that these people are really just marshalling an agenda and they don't like gays and trans people to begin with. But Tim Hudak, you know, it's, it's driven some schools and boards to put out notifications to parents that they could end up being targeted today.
0: I, I guess. I don't know how much of a, a leap that is, uh, John. This is the, um, I guess, the, the sort of third rail in, in modern social uh, debate right now, and that's uh, gender identity issues uh, within our schools. And look, there are legitimate arguments on, on both sides. I, for one, think that parents should be notified, particularly for kids that are 16 and under, if they're changing their identity. I, I, I'm cautious to rush to judgment on either side of this debate or protest. They cross the line then uh, into... Into hate, then then condemn them. But to jump to that right away before they even state their case, it's not my game.
1: Laura Babcock, I've been talking with Karima Sad because she's spent a a lot of time covering the convoy protesters and the aftermath. And she says there's considerable overlap here. So this may sort of be a phony agenda and just one more gripe against the government.
3: Well it certainly seems as others were seeing that. I mean I'd like to see the Venn diagram between the convoy and this, right? Uh, Who's really behind this? Who's using parental rights as kind of a smokescreen for what certainly seems to be an anti-gay, anti uh, lgbtq agenda. Now let me put it to you this way. I am a parent with kids in school and I can't believe I have to say this, John, but nobody has been grooming my kids or indoctrinating my kids. They couldn't care less about pronouns or if their friends change their pronouns what they do care about is being able to get back to school to learn some stuff to do some sports and to have some social activities and for everyone to just leave the kids alone I think it's weak politicians who pick on kids and punch down I think using parents fear about what might be happening in schools as a way to mobilize this kind of agenda I just think it's terrible and Canadians should speak up against it you know don't pick on the kids let them go to school schools have to close because of this nonsense kids have to watch their parents out there screaming about you know pronouns it's ridiculous our premier has even dove into this culture war i think it's a shameful thing that's happening let's just support our children whoever they are
1: okay i'm curious how how do you characterize uh, the premier having inserted himself in this
3: because he brought it up at ford fest he brought it up All he right. literally okay. went there and i had no but i had an interview with um the head of the green party mark schreiner and he brought it up how angry he was at ford that ford would dive into this it, it seemed like such a cynical thing to do i'll post the clip
1: okay good mark warner your thoughts
2: um you know my, my first thought john is just how, how quickly this issue has moved you know i remember you know, my very brief time as a candidate, when I was going around talking to people in downtown Toronto riding, and I had a chance to talk to some lawyers who were very active in the, um, you know, the same-sex marriage uh, equality fights at the time. And, and I specifically asked about this because there was a weakness among the opponents. You know, Bob Ray, the Liberal candidate as premier, had, had done some anti-transgender stuff. And I was surprised by the response I got back then. I almost fell off my chair when, you know, some of the lawyers basically, the attitudes that they expressed. So. Even within the LGBT community, there's been a huge evolution on that issue. Um, And and I'm not, there's a great conflation here with this, you know, as this, you do acronym politics, right? Where you say that if someone's questioning a small piece of the transgender issue relating to kids in school, you're somehow against everything to do with the. The rest of the acronym it just strikes me as a, as a leap that's a bit way too far so i'm uh, a little bit so you know I, I i don't understand people getting out of bed to make a protest like this to be very honest with you but um i do think there's a real issue there i think that uh, the people who try to rub push this under the rug are perhaps missing um, missing the how deep some of these feelings
1: go and um, I'm not so sure that's a smart political move to do. Uh, People are pressuring, including Pierre Polyev, Justin Trudeau, to actually produce evidence of uh, his accusations that India orchestrated a killing here in Canada. Laura Babcock, let me come back to you. There are quite a few national security reasons as to why he might not do so. But if he doesn't, then I guess it's going to feed the conspiracy theorists who think he made it up.
3: Yeah, well, people thought that he didn't do enough on the allegations of Chinese interference, and I would be one of them, who thought that his special rapporteur thing was just a silly stall and that he didn't quite understand how much we care in Canada about being a sovereign nation and about our our ability to protect ourselves from foreign interference. So here he is coming forward with this, uh, and people are now going, wait, you came forward with not enough too soon, right? So what I think we all need to do is take a breath and say, this is about national security. He's not going to come out and say something in a spurious way about national security. Lisa Raitt said as much earlier with you, John, he's not making this kind of thing up at this level. I'm sure they'll produce the information when they need to, but let's get that inquiry going. Let's get it going and find out who is interfering in Canada. Whoever it is, I want an inquiry and I want it to start now. Enough stolen.
1: Okay, well then, Tim Hudak, you've served in government. I mean, if Justin Trudeau had made this up, then the national security infrastructure is no friend to this particular government, you'd think somebody would pass a brown envelope off to uh, the journalists.
0: Yeah, look, there have been some some criticisms, some suggestions that uh, the prime minister was so uh, reticent to share anything with respect to China, but throws this on the table or his politics around the Sikh community and how uh, a lot of votes at stake in the Lower Mainland of BC or the GTA. But I think that's a bunch of nonsense. I, I cannot believe, I cannot believe that any any prime minister would be that opportunistic, would be that abusive on such a critical issue of international relations affecting not only a significant trade partner and a massive country, but allies as well that trust your word. So these are the drop-a-penny moments in Parliament where a breathtaking speech like this takes place. You only do that where the most serious allegations uh, have um, some evidence behind them, and I think the Prime Minister is on the right track.
1: Okay, although, Mark Warner, it's inarguable that in Canadian politics, a lot of politicians are beholden to special interests and special communities.
2: Yeah, especially when your minority government is beholden to someone who used to be a Sikh activist or supportive of it anyway um look i think that uh, i disagree completely with what tim just said it surprised me a little bit um the timing is ridiculous i mean the timing of this announcement comes on the day that the uh, uh, that they uh, that they, um, the um the so-called inquiry by the judge is beginning to start and it takes the whole um moves the whole conversation around that away away from that also comes on the day when the uh, minister let's say, out the fall agenda for the government basically announces that he's not going to do or the government does not consider priority to do the foreign influence registry um i do think it's a bit strange have you been in this world of international relations the you know, the way you manage the way you deal with other governments it seems a bit ham-handed to me in my experience and you know i'm covered by about three layers of confidentiality but it reminds me a lot of a particular file i worked on in the ontario government where involving the federal government and another foreign country that there's a sort of similarities to how they comport themselves internationally and, and lastly i'd say you know someone who's lived in other countries i can't can you imagine an american president or a british prime minister standing up and trying to say just take it at face value from me I'm not giving you any evidence. It's just, this is what I think. This is what I'm told. It wouldn't fly, John. Why do we accept this in Canada? It's ridiculous. We have to grow up as a
1: country. Thank you all very much. Good to have you. Lively discussion as always. Laura Babcock, Mark Warner, Tim Hudak. Catch the Roundtable, round one at 745, round two at 845. Weekday mornings on more in the morning. News Talk 1010 Toronto.